Greetings. Welcome to Space Court. Cosmic cooking is going to be designed for those that are wanting to learn the language of astrology slash people that do understand astrology and want to help bridge the gap between understanding and not understanding. We need the bridge. And so cosmic cooking is an attempt at bridging that. So 707-780-2266, give us a call. That's the space line, the space court hotline, also known as the space line that I've just coined. And you can also email us. Yeah. Dude, what if we did like um, a moon plate or moon dish? Like every every oh, new God, or full it. moon, yes. we made a dish with the ingredients and it, it might be shitty, but we have to eat it. <laughs> and that'll, you know, it could be like really terrible because it could be like, ooh, you know, like ginger and rosemary and tomatoes and onions. And then there's like peanut butter and we're like, oh, damn it. <laughs> Do you know what? I love this idea because I feel like one, it will really solidify this idea of like how these things actually materialize you know Mm -hmm. like when you have Mm -hmm. peanut butter and paprika mixed interesting you know but it's definitely got this flavor of whatever things we're combining but we need to come up with I think like a core base and I don't know if it's the planets or the zodiac but like what those are like who's the onion who's the garlic yeah you know we could maybe do like certain houses or certain spices and certain zodiac signs or like certain actual ingredients and then yeah, and you then know, if you the have other like sauces, I love it. And then if you have like a trine, or depending on the aspect, that's also like maybe that's a salt, or like how many spoons of salt. Like if it's a trine, it's one. You know, mm-hmm. if it's a square, it's like seven. You know, or like something yeah. like this. Yeah, okay. I'm into it. It's me, Moon, bitch. Space cord. Space cord. Space cord, space cord. Space cord, space cord. We invite you to join us as two astrology enthusiasts discuss the upcoming meteor shower. The total solar eclipse, the new moon in Sagittarius, and life on planet Earth as they know it. These bitches give thanks and credit to all the sources of information available on the internet, that provided all the astrological insight mentioned in this episode. These bitches believe in sharing information and knowledge, because we believe sharing is daring. Sag new moon, December 14, 2020. Solar eclipse. Solar eclipse. That's going to be happening visible over the southern part of South uh, America. So we're not really going to see that. Mm. Hey, Sunday. congratulations, South America. We want to remind you to go outside and look up at the sky and see something that what maybe 70% of the world cannot see. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I always wonder what it must have been like to like see a solar eclipse and not know what it was. Like in, uh, have you seen Apocalypto? I know I've mentioned this to you before. <laughs> no, <laughs> still haven't seen it, but maybe. Dude, you year. gotta watch it. It's so good. <laughs> 
we would like to introduce you to a bitch that loves the movie Apocalypto. Julie. Leo Sun. Scorpio Moon. Sagittarius Rising. They're like fucking mid-sacrifice and there's like a total lunar e- or a solar eclipse mm. an Apocalypto and they're like, what the fuck is that? Basically, but like obviously not in English. That'd be pretty funny though. <laughs> and then they kind of like let everybody go because of it. Mm. I guess they like got what they they thought that it was like the gods telling them that that was enough sacrifices because they they had just sacrificed like hundreds of people so they're mm. just like how about now and the gods mm. are like here's here's an eclipse yeah we're good yeah super auspicious I think it would cause a lot of like question about like what's going on what are you doing what the connection between that is I love anything that's going to actually have you kind of stop and pause and think twice about present time you know Mm -hmm. we would like to introduce you to a bitch that loves eclipses but especially loves total solar eclipses rachel cancer sun cancer moon gemini rising um speaking of are you aware that there is a asteroid show that's going to be happening just before this solar eclipse oh i was not aware i'm gonna buy tickets (laughs) you should because it will feature multicolored shooting stars on sunday night it's called the (laughs) geminids the geminids it looks like gemini with ds at the end geminids Mm. it should be on the 13th 12th 13th maybe yeah it says peak 13th 14th up to 120 meteors per hour both hemispheres okay 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 All right, so back to this moon, though. Mars has been Mm -hmm. in Aries since, like, July. Mm -hmm. It's been exhausting. It retrograded in Aries, so instead of being there for six weeks like it usually is, it was six months, which is kind of funny considering that Mars, Aries rules Mars, Mars rules Aries. I I still don't know how that works. Can't be sure. This is, you know, this is part of some of the curriculum that I'm working on with regards to cosmic cooking, which, very excited to announce, is going to be happening in 2021, folks. So Cosmic Cooking is a real show. That's all I'm going to say about it. <laughs> it, is, it is really real. Did we ever find out who our Italian listener was? Nope, but I definitely made an episode about it. And I'm going to do you? that at the beginning of every month. I'm just going to do a like... You're just going to call out, yep. call out this, this poor VPN user that's like, yeah, who are you? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it's so funny. And yeah, I think, you know, I think cosmic cooking is actually going to allow for more kind of collaboration and participation. And then through that, I think my shout outs um, the beginning of every month will potentially have more play. Time will tell. I mean, there's a lot of language around like this planet rules this house. And it depends on what kind of astrologer you talk to, but. Kate Rusko, the shamanic astrologer that I do archetypes with, she doesn't even use that language. Like in shamanic astrology, it's not this idea of like rulership and like dominion over like particular things. They use different verbiage, which I think, you know, is appropriate, you know, trying to steer away from like traditional patriarchal, hierarchical, hierarchical. I don't know if that's a word, but like thinking, you know, to kind of have it mm-hmm. a little more expansive and a little more like even playing field and a little more circular. I would definitely mm-hmm. like to, to believe and subscribe to that kind of uh, language as opposed to this rulership thing. So yeah. 
I'm going to have to break that down a little bit more for myself. Post-call. Understood, understood. understood. Mm-hmm. I've got about six and a half brain cells left. Yeah. And I'm using them all to salt this avocado. So. <laughs> I feel like that's a good lyric or something, you know? Like, I feel like yeah. there's a song there, you know? I feel like you're going to write it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't threaten me with a good time. Can you keep the beat for me? I mean, I know you only have probably less than six brain cells now, but I just need What's some beat? sort of thin yeah, something to be see. able to like. Can you hear that? Nope. Nothing nope. silence. Whoa. Just here in silence. It's great. Damn, I've been I've been going home. <laughs> I've been going for it, Rachel. Yeah. Killing me. Yeah. All right, give me one second. I feel can like I need echoes, like reverb. It'd be something like six brain cells, six brain cells, you know, and then it'd go into like, how you gonna use them? How you gonna use them? You know, like this layered, like six brain yeah. cells, how you gonna use them? Shaking up the salt. Gonna be something like that. R&B layered. <clears throat> And then a, definitely a salt shaker has to be in the background sound. That's Dude, I dig it. So for Sagittarius babies and Sagittarius rising babies, if your birthday falls around this time, there's a possibility that you're coming to a major crossroads and your life is moving in a major direction. I guess like the rest of the fucking world. I don't know. Maybe you're, I don't know. Okay, that, wait. Crazy, what? crazy story of a, of a true <clears throat> Sag son story. I'm, I'm going to oh. interject here because this is pretty wild. My friend has this dream and actually I'm going to do a verbatim. Because it's, it's, it's intense. But she has a dream the night before her birthday. This is what she says. I had a dream last night. I met a monk in a remote Buddhist monastery. He called me to come over to the wall where he was standing. And he told me, be careful. He also said that he had seen me before the first time I went to China. I thought that was really strange because I didn't know him. And how could he even know me? Then I woke up. So she has this dream. And then her birthday wakes up. It's a normal day. She goes into town, runs some errands, driving back to her house, maybe like three miles from her house, sees someone off the side of the road, thinks it's strange, something's not right, parks, goes over. There is a man, and now I'm going to also do verbatim, there is a man lying on the opposite side of the guardrail on the ground. He had an accident on his bicycle, and there was a big gaping wound in his lower chest, lots of blood. So she calls 911. He was in shock, but she kept talking to him, and there was no response. She kept telling him to hang in there. His wounds were too severe. Oh, she could see the bone, and she could see his heart beating from the opening. The ambulance arrived too late, and he passed while she was there. Apparently, there was a bike accident, and he landed on the guardrail corner, which impaled him. There was just blood everywhere. And that was her birthday. Dude, what the fuck? (laughs) Yeah. Like, whoa, that's intense. This is a December 1st bitch birthday. Um, wow. Do December you- ones out there. But like that is life if I've ever heard of it. Slash, like I think it really sums up 2020, which is like intense. Like I think intense is a great overarching like that's heart so beating, cute. heart beating through the skin. Mm, oh through the okay, gaping wound, the blood. It's your birthday and you witness death like... I don't know. It's such a such an intense death. Such an intense death. Not even death. just someone like laying down and passing away or even like having an aneurysm or anything no. like that's so oh god. And she lives kind of like pretty off the beaten path so no one was driving by like she was the only one there. You know, I think of like the timing of things, you know, when he must have had his accident to the time when she you know like there's just all of these elements that it's like what does it mean? What does it mean, you know? 
what do you think the monk thing, the monk dream had to do with the being careful part? I'm personally having a hard time drawing a connection. Yeah, I am too. I think what she had arrived at is that something's coming and we all need to be careful. I mean, because that's literally what her message was to me. She was like, something is afoot. Planets are aligning in a way not seen in over the past 700 years. We all need to be careful. Yeah, that actually brings me to my next point, which is the Great Conjunction. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So the Great Conjunction between Jupiter and Saturn is when they align. Apparently, Saturn is Jupiter's daddy, so it just always wants to be together, or maybe vice versa. Who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? So this happens every 20 years and each time in a different sign. And for 200 years, it will be in the same element. So like every Mm. 20 years, it'll be in an air sign. Every 20 years, it'll be in a fire sign, whatever. So Mm. the last time it has been in... in Aquarius, that's where we're going to. It's like, oh, leaving, yeah, it's leaving Capricorn, going into Aquarius. Mm. And it's going to be there for 20 years. And will now be an air science. Communication. Air science, exactly. They rule technology, communication. They rule the digital age, mm. you know, science, mm-hmm. those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. And when Jupiter and Saturn align, it kind of makes for economic and government expansion and growth and a revamping of social structure. Uh, I don't know if maybe this is because like, I haven't been looking into astrology until like this heavily until this year, Mm. but this stuff seems pretty like all, everything that's been happening this year, uh, you know, in the cosmos seem is, has been coming off pretty fucking rare. I don't know. I mean, maybe it's all rare because it happens at different times and stuff Mm -hmm. but like i feel like things were pretty neutral for a minute and then all of a sudden it's just like this hasn't happened in 800 years this hasn't (laughs) happened in 16,000 years you know it's just like holy shit the last time this happened was from the cold war like my friend my friend was telling me about 2020 september of 2019 no everybody was definitely like in a in a frenzy in january with i think it was like january 12th for sure, that was when all astrologers were like, this is the best, you know, yeah. like everyone's on the wires. It's really wild to see how things are progressing and to be living here in this moment. You know, I was like trying to reflect on like earlier in the year and how I was feeling. And it's, it's really strange, like watching yourself become depressed, mm. you know, like mm. I was, I don't write at all. Um, I, my thoughts are too all over the place for me to get it together and write anything about them. But mm-hmm. I remember sitting with myself and being like, wow, this is very strange. Like I'm watching it happen. I'm sure. seeing it happen. And I'm in real time becoming depressed with every moment, just more and more, mm. you know, feeling just hopeless and shitty. Mm. And like, for me, that was kind of, that kind of made me able to pull myself out of it. Cause I'm just like, if I can watch myself go in it, I can watch myself get out of it. Right. But like, mm. It doesn't change the things that are happening. It just changes my perception of the outcome, not the outcome itself, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like watching all of this go down now and seeing where we were a year ago is just like, it's fucking mind boggling, mind boggling, boggling, mm. bottling, bottle. <laughs> Both. Right. Your mind is in a bottle. What is that from? It's a movie. Um, Aladdin. It Genie in a bottle. Rub it three times. No. It comes out. No, no. <laughs> Rub it three times. <laughs> That's so funny. Forget it. I don't know what movie it was. It was Aladdin. <laughs> Let me you guess. Apocalyptica? What's the movie <laughs> it was that I'm supposed to see? Apocalypto. 
you gotta check it out dude you're missing out you're gonna watch it and be like bitch like it's it's so good it's so goddamn good all right we will do an episode on apocalypto when i watch oh, it oh i'm so fucking excited if anything if this year has taught me anything it's like to be how to be more present <laughs> that's <laughs> so a great lesson like, what a great dude great lesson yeah i mean it's my own fucking fault though because i asked for i was like i need to be more present i want to be more present i'm living in the future and Mm. now i'm just like i'm so like nervous about the future that i'm like i'm just gonna appreciate what i got right now (laughs) like yeah you know i think there's a lot of gifts from this year you know as much as there's plenty of um like wacky wonky things and super auspicious strange powerful life-altering things uh life-altering deaths i guess death is always life-altering there's a lot of amazing things that have come through this year and don't forget that you know don't forget that yeah we're expecting a big economic shift Mm -hmm. coming pretty soon overall Mm -hmm. i do think that this um new moon is a more uh, is on the more positive side Mm -hmm. which is appreciated um, Mars and Venus are in harmony with one another. Mars and Aries, Venus and Scorpio until December 15th. Mars and Aries until the first week of January. Um, in the fifth house, which deals with pleasures of life, the, the houses is more talking about like Sagittarius rising, you know, right. like a Sagittarius. That, totally. That's correct. Because so, if, it's, if it's Sag rising, Sag rising, the first house is Sag. So then right. you would count Aries would be the fifth house and that's yeah. where the Mars is housed and that's where... Yeah, so so that's all really happy <laughs> right mm. now. So pleasures of life, dealing with with harmony, right? Mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. Uh, in harmony with Sagittarius planets of the first house, um, harmony with the physical body. Um, be expecting uh, having more energy, um, being more lively, more wanting to have fun in the physical realm. You know, like wanting to do more stuff, be more adventurous um, to the extent that we can, of course. With the Venus and Scorpio, this is uh, what was what I saw was a shadow sector for mm-hmm. Sag. Mm-hmm. Um, so kind of, I guess, more like the shadow. I don't know what that really means. Do you know, like the shadow side of Sagittarius, or so you take the things that are good about it, and then it, it, you just go to the contrary. So like because it's all about like truth, truth seeking, and like the truth is like regarded and upheld in its utmost, but that mm-hmm. can become very rigid. And almost be like forced upon others if challenged, mm. being jailed by your mind and like um, a lot of beliefs becoming super dogmatic, political correctness. Oh, God. That comes up. I'm sick of that shit. Yeah, just like really cemented positions is like the real shadow side of it. You know, like okay. you, you lose your openness. Potentially like self-righteous and judgmental. That's also mm-hmm. shadow side. Definitely condemning those that they see are operating unethically. Yeah, righteous and always being right. Taking death-defying risks. Almost like kind of losing your mind and like just going, you know, for the thrill. Mm-hmm. For the thrill that leads to spills. Totally seduced by the idea of like flashes and flashes of fortune and things. But can become self-destructive when stakes are high, impulsive, Mm. going too big, going too far. They can also be really like showy and using their outside voices when you're inside kind of thing, when it's like tone it down, you know, like easy, easy. Because they are, they're very lively. They're very like pleasant. They're, you know, party people um, or like good in groups, you know, generally Mm -hmm. getting along with everyone. But I think those can be some of the shadow sides. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Thank you. All right, well, Venus and Scorpio... 
maybe before this, we were kind of keeping our love life quite private. Venus moving into Sagittarius brings more romance, brings more uh, partnership, more desire for partnership. Yes, more romanticizing partnership. Mm. Um, the full moon lunar eclipse brings a lot of relationship shit up. Like, can't really avoid them anymore. Kind of got to talk about them. Mm. Figure out what you want to do. Do you want to make your relationship work? Do you want to get out of it? It's, it's kind of like a do or don't kind of time. But with Venus and Sagittarius, or Venus and Scorpio, excuse me, lots of love in the air. So that's mm-hmm. good. Um, mm-hmm. But definitely a positive to end 2020 on. Lots of emotion uh, leaving the year. So the sun leaves Sagittarius on the 21st and moves into Capricorn in the second house. Jupiter and Saturn are in the third house. And the second house deals with income. The third house deals with, say it, Rachel. Communication. There it is. I love it when you say that word. <laughs> um, so. I'm going to be saying it a lot, you know, like yeah. with this new moon, I'm definitely seeding for a lot of communication. That's right, folks. Nonviolent communication. I'm tooting that horn. And then also the language of astrology, these things I've got my eyes on and I'm definitely planting hard on the 14th with regards to growth and development and fluency in these two arenas, which are very much associated with communication. Yeah. All right. So whatever we're initiating um, with the second house focusing on income, we're, we're kind of trying to figure out how to make money on how to attract money. It'd be a good time to like start business ideas, um, start thinking about business ideas, uh, thinking about ways to make money based off of things that you love to do. Mm. Um, a really good time for the end of the year, you know, to start like selling stuff. If you're into that, like if you, you know, like if you're like a craftsman <laughs> or something, you're, like, you make things. You're going to love this story. I've been in a, I've been in a Craigslist hustle. So I'm in California for like yeah. three weeks and when I got to my parents' house, you know, my housemate Will is a brilliant musician and we currently have a guitar at the house, but it's a loaned guitar. And the second that Dan comes back, guitar is gone. So I've been scouting around for a guitar for the house, for the community. And, you know, even though I'm in California, that's not going to stop me. So I went on Craigslist and there's this opportunity to get eight guitars (laughs) and they had to be bought in bundle, but like eight guitars for 600 bucks. Money I don't have. However, I'm with my parents. So I'm like, dad, look, I just want to get a free guitar. And if I get these eight guitars, I think I can sell them all and then keep one and like pay you back, have a free guitar for the house. My dad's got the hustle in him too. And so he like looks at the guitars on the picture and they were asking 600 for the eight and I was able to negotiate a a clean 450. So I've got eight guitars, 450 bucks in the hole. And now I've got to sell these guitars. Glad to say, bitch, at the end of my trip, I have two guitars in my possession. My dad has one and we've already broken even. In fact, we're up like 80 bucks. So holy yeah. shit, dude. Buy That's and amazing. Sell things. Yeah. I love a good hustle. I love a like a win, win, win for everybody. So anyways, yeah. I don't even play guitar. That's probably the best part of the story. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, Mars in the fifth house is the gambler. So (laughs) like risk-taking, you know, business Mm. investments. It's not Mm -hmm. necessarily a bad time for all of that. I mean, Mm -mm -mm. I'm not saying everybody's going to be successful because Mm -hmm. who can predict that? But, you know, it's it's a good time to make calculated risks, you know, Mm -hmm. in business. Mm -hmm. With the sun in the second house, 
coming December 21st, uh, focusing on financial future. Um, December 29th through 31st, Cancer Full Moon in the 8th house. But I guess we could talk about that when it comes. Yeah, can, can. Yeah. Well, that's pretty much all I got then for this uh, this new moon. Sweet. Well, yeah. Oh, also, think... huge mm. fucking emphasis on communicating simply again. Massive, mm. massive, massive. Simplify. Mm-hmm. Why complicate when you can simplify? Mm-hmm. So this whole idea you have, Rachel, of flipping coins to determine your life, like <laughs> you're doing it right. You're doing it right. You've been doing it right. Like get that Gemini, you know, energy, relax and, you know, make decisions easy because life is fucking hard. So we don't need to overcomplicate anything else. Yeah. I've got my focus. I've got my coins. Uh, I'm going to continue. We'll talk more to cosmic cooking, um, Mm -hmm. but I definitely want to do a small plug because it is the Sag new moon. Yeah. We can, we can definitely do another call soon. Oh, we might not even have to, dude, when I'm over there. Oh my God. Oh my gosh. Are we going to do it in person? person? (laughs) Yes. Oh, so excited. I even have like legit recording equipment and that will be the close of 2020 slash the full moon. It's going to be awesome. I think this should be the same day you brand me. Um, Let's do it at my brother's place. He's not that far from you. And then we can do, if if you want to bring your recording equipment, we can do it. And then we can actually do the space court episode and I can brand you while we're still on space court. Oh my God. I'm, I'm into it. I'm into it. 100%. Yep. Cool. 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 It's going to be very interesting. (laughs) Yes, it will. Yes, it will. Space Court. Space Court. Inspired by our natal chart and sinistry readings of Britney Spears, Space Court will now utilize Britney's Gimme More in our moon introductions. All credit and thanks goes to Britney Spears and her constituents.